Let us pray. Shatter the silence, mighty God, with your glad and glorious greetings. Banish all our fears and give us faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If there is anything said this morning that is against your will, let it come to naught and do no harm. But if there's anything said this morning that's according to your will, let it be heard, as if sung by the voice of angels, that hearing we might believe, and believing obey. Amen. I could write a book about the adventures that I shared with my childhood best friend. His name was Josh. And we'd go out in the woods and we would build forts together and we would shoot BB guns together. And eventually, as we grew older, we joined the high school wrestling team together. And when he was a senior in high school, he was the state runner up in the heavyweight division. So we're not talking about a small guy here. I think it was that year, his senior year, that we spent the night at another friend's house, and it was a Saturday night, which meant the next morning, Sunday morning, we would be going to church with his family. And so we showed up at this small church in Maine on a Sunday morning, and they were very excited to see these two young visitors at their church. The elders came in and they they bookended us in our pew and they looked us over really good. And then they said, have you boys been baptized? I had the good sense to say yes, which was also the truth, but Josh He just looked over at me with these wild eyes, wondering what would happen if he lied and told them yes. Right there in church, a lie? Would he go straight to hell? But what if he told them the truth? What if he told them that he had not been baptized? What would happen to him then? And so he told them the truth. He said no, and those two elders got up so quickly, they swept him right up out of the pew. Well, here we go, and there he went. This 18-year-old boy man who was known for striking fear into the hearts of other hulking high schoolers, he was walking off shaking like a dog in a thunderstorm. And I just smirked because I knew what was up. I was a church boy. I knew what was about to happen. But they, they weren't going to waste any time getting him up, getting that big man up out of the pew. They weren't going to waste any time lifting him up. They were not going to miss the opportunity to lift that big man up out of his pew. Who knew when that opportunity would present itself again? Mark, who writes the first gospel ever written, does the same kind of thing. He refuses to miss the opportunity 
to lift us up, to get us going. If you read that original gospel in its original language, Greek, you're going to find this word, eutheos, used over and over again. It's used seven times in the first chapter alone, and it's used 40 times in the entirety of the Gospel of Mark. And that word, eutheos, what does it mean? It means immediately or straight away. It's a word to signal to us that Mark is in a hurry. He is going to refuse to miss the opportunity to get us going, to lift us up. In today's passage alone, we see it used three times in the three verses that we have before us. In verse 29, Peter moves immediately from the synagogue with Jesus to his house. In verse 30, we're told that they waste no time, that straight away they tell Jesus about how Peter's mother-in-law is ill. And then when she's lifted up, when Jesus lifts her up, She wastes no time. Immediately, she turns to acts of service to respond to the presence of Jesus in her life. Now, Mark's not the only one with this intention, with this refusal to miss the opportunity to lift us up, to get moving. I mean, we see it with Peter. We see it with Peter as he moves from the synagogue to his house. We see it with his mother-in-law as she turns to this life of service. But most importantly... We see it in the person of Jesus who wastes no time, who goes immediately, who straight away refuses to miss the opportunity to lift her up. And so it is with us. And so it is with us that Jesus will refuse to miss the opportunity to lift us up, to lift you up. And I hope that we will refuse to miss the opportunity to be uplifted and to lift others up. See, because I know that there are a whole lot of things that we ought to be accomplishing as we stay at home, as we shelter in place. We ought to clean out the garage. We ought to organize the closets. We ought to wash the windows. And we will be disappointed in ourselves if this time goes by and we will have missed the opportunity. But the opportunity that Jesus refuses to miss is the opportunity to lift another person up. And I'm seeing that work being done over and over again during this time, during this extreme time of distress. We are lifting one another up in the same way that Jesus did. We're going to look back on this time. We are going to get through this. We are. But right now we are writing the story of how we will look back on this time. Will we see ourselves like we see Jesus in Peter's home today? Extending his hand, reaching out, to lift another person up. Where are you seeing people lifted up? John Krasinski, famous for playing Jim in The Office, has created an online news channel called Some Good News. Through it, he has blessed a girl disappointed with missing out on her tickets to Hamilton 
by scheduling a serenade for her on Zoom with Lin-Manuel Miranda and the original cast. Krasinski has honored a group of Boston nurses with a greeting from Big Poppy David Ortiz and throwing out a pitch at Fenway Park in their scrubs. A couple of weeks ago, he held an online prom with Billboard talent for this year's seniors. He is lifting people up. Be uplifted. People are doing this over and over again. We see people doing this. The stars of Disney came together to do a, a sing-along for families all over the country, all over the world. I hear about people in hospitals playing songs like Journeys Don't Stop Believin' and the Rocky theme song, When COVID-19 Patients Are Discharged. These are uplifting things. Be uplifted. And of course, we are uplifted. Uplifted to tears at times by frontline workers in the medical, food, and utility fields that are heroically risking so much for the sake of all of us. I hope that we are lifting people up in the way that we are a church together. I hope that it is uplifting to know that each and every week there will be a message from Kirk in the Hills, that there will be music from Kirk in the Hills, and that our church bells are not yet broken. I hope that it is uplifting to know that we are a community dedicated to coming alongside those that are doing important work in our community, serving the least of these, those that need food, those that need shelter, those that need education. I hope that it is uplifting to know that we remain committed to care. We remain committed to learning more about the gospel of Jesus Christ and to sharing that message all over the world. We envision a world where every heart experiences God's transforming love. And we hope that you, that we, that the community is uplifted by that vision. I sincerely believe that if we do not come out of this experience, a stronger faith community, a community more sincerely dedicated to living our lives of faith together, then we will have missed an opportunity. We write the story of who we are going to be as a people of faith. We write it right now as we come alongside Jesus in doing the work of lifting people my friend Josh was lifted up on that day in that church in his senior year. And at the end of the church service, the pastor stood up to give the benediction. And when he did, he announced that there would be a baptism in the back of the church at the immersion tank following the service. And I left my pew and I chuckled all the way back to the back of the church. And there was my friend Josh in his big white baptismal gown, strolling up the steps into that immersion tank. And he looked out at me with these eyes that just screamed, get me out of here. And then he stepped down into that tank and they pushed him down into the water. They pushed him down with their hands. And then do you know what they did? They lifted him up. What 
Josh didn't understand, and what I didn't understand that day either, is that they were doing what we always do in baptism. They were reminding him, they were reminding the whole community that when the hands push us down, when the hands of our health push us down, when the hands of our finances push us down, when the hands of our uncertainty, when the hands of our anger, when any hands push us down, God will refuse to miss the opportunity to lift us back up. God is going to refuse to miss the opportunity to lift us up. Be uplifted. Amen.